What's happening? Shit, I know something happening. Cause everything's moving. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Elevated Sports Podcast, and this is Eric Sagala. Hey everybody, yes, you are indeed listening to the very first episode of the Elevated Sports Podcast. I am your host indeed, Eric Sigala. And uh, let's just get into it. Um, This is basically a podcast about uh, all the sports in Mile High. And we're going to start with everyone's favorite, the lovely Denver Donkeys. I am sorry, I mean the Denver Broncos. Um, So let's start with the biggest news that had broken out over the past couple of days. So first off... No Aaron Rodgers to the Denver Broncos like a lot of people had thought. Um, This news first started off way back in uh, the beginning of the draft night, I believe. Uh, Both Adam Schefter and Mark Schlereth did indeed come out on uh, the various medias and basically say, hey, you know what? Aaron Rodgers has just informed everybody, you know, that he's unhappy with the Green Bay Packers and... This has been going on for some time, especially what they had done last year when they had picked Jordan Love, and uh, which appeared to be Aaron Rodgers' uh, replacement going forward. And uh, Jordan Love was a first-round pick. I even believe that they even uh, moved up in the draft last year to draft him. So basically, no Aaron Rodgers of the Broncos. I'll kind of get you going on. How that all happened, but basically, yeah, so uh, they broke the news on draft night, and Schlereth, who was on the fan, had basically claimed that Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos was intimate, and that he had a extremely reliable source. Uh, That that's basically what he had claimed, and and then a couple of minutes later, um, Adam Schefter came on and he said. Uh, basically, that there was, uh, an, you know, uh, this is pretty much he's dug his foot in. He's not coming back to the Packers. He's even told teammates of his own that he plans on not coming back next year. And that was just crazy to hear. I, w- I didn't believe any of it. Um, it was hard for me to even sit there and think, you know, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. But then Adam Schefter said, well, his three favorite teams would be Las Vegas, San Francisco, and the Broncos. That right there was like, what? No, no way. No, that would never happen. And after a while, you know, you start thinking, you're like, okay, well, what are we going to do at our pick? You know, here it comes here at the ninth pick. And uh, we, we finally had like a top 10 pick and thinking, you know, all off season about picking a, uh, a quarterback. Because let's face it, you know, Drew Block and Teddy Bridgewater, I'm pretty sure nobody's, you know, hyping up that. And, I was thinking, you know, hey, Justin Fields is probably our best bet. Before the draft had come along and before uh, the bowl games were really starting to get going, he was projected to be the second best quarterback behind uh, Trevor Lawrence. So that's where I was thinking. I was like, wow, man, yeah, he won't be available. But as a lot more and more mock drafts came out, you know, they saw him slipping and dropping more and more and, he was eventually available uh, at the ninth pick. And I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going to get Justin Fields, and we're going to get our quarterback of the future. And what had happened was we picked a corner back, Patrick Sertan, the second. And, yeah, I wasn't too, you know, excited about the pick. I did uh, 
look up, you know, more and more highlights of him. And I, I kind of do like the taller corner, and I think that he's going to help our secondary big time. Uh, but I was expecting a quarterback, and that's what I was hoping for. Um, in the meantime, you know, the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is just chilling during the draft, so I'm like, well, maybe we made that pick with the possibility of actually landing Rodgers. I mean, a lot of people said, you know, that that might happen, but it also might fall through. So I wasn't really getting my hopes up. Um, nothing really happened after the draft. And just continue to sit there and think, you know, well, maybe maybe we'll, we could possibly pull this through and get another great Hall of Fame quarterback to our team. But during that offseason, after the draft, uh, no quarterback for the Broncos. I mean, we did trade for Teddy Bridgewater a day before the draft. I don't know if that had to do anything with the decisions, but during the offseason, there was Aaron Rodgers making some cryptic messages uh, during, like, the match with uh, Tom Brady. And he was cracking some jokes with him during the match, saying that, you know, he didn't say he didn't like his bosses. And and uh, there just seemed to be a very lack of interviews with him during the offseason. It wasn't like he was absolutely out there saying, ah, you know, I'm done with the Packers. You know, it was all kind of like reports and just through the grapevines. So that's where kind of like, you know, the whole Aaron Rodgers mystique was starting to to manifest and every day, every week, every show was talking about Aaron Rodgers and it was getting old. And of course he doesn't show up for the OTAs. Um, <laughs> the majority of his wide receivers for the Packers did not show up in support of Aaron Rodgers. So <laughs> there was videos of other quarterbacks, including Jordan Love throwing to empty nets because they didn't have any, you know, they didn't have any <laughs> wide receivers there to catch him. Um, but Rodgers and Devontae Adams, uh, Devontae Adams was in the middle of talking about uh, reconstructing his contract, or I'm mean, sorry, re-signing his contract with the Green Bay Packers. Um, and then a couple of days ago, there was a post of them both, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, posting a picture of the last dance, uh, as if to indicate this would be their last dance. Um so that right there, I was like, oh, no, 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 no Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's going to happen. No way. Absolutely not. But there was also reports of him possibly coming uh, out and saying he was going to retire next year. So that was like, oh, well, did, did he's going to try and force a trade with for the Green Bay Packers to get him out of there. And, uh, there, you know, a lot of people thought the Broncos would be a good fit because I guess his fiance does live here in Boulder. Um, she's the girl from the Divergent movies. And never really watched them, but that's what I know her from, I guess. So that that's what uh, that's where the connection was to Colorado was there, and also he had hosted Jeopardy during the off season. A lot of people were like, oh, maybe he'll do that. You know, that that'll be his his new thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, what had happened was is he eventually shows up to training camp, and he's there. He's wearing you know office shirts and trying to be funny and. But it was great to see his uh, interview today. I mean, he was just he was just blasting the front office of the Green Bay Packers and just telling what they never do right and all these things about letting players go when he thinks that they deserve another contract and just not valuating or not <laughs> valuing his his opinion as much. So that that's where that kind of like when I I mean I really enjoyed that part. But other than that, Aaron Rodgers Packers, nah, he can he can have the Packers. And uh, 
Let's go into, you know, what, what really matters. Locke versus Bridgewater. In my honest opinion, I think it's Locke's team to lose uh, just because he has the higher ceiling. We already know what we're going to have with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, he is the guy who is efficient, um, but, you know, he, he doesn't really force any balls down the field. I mean, he's not going to throw any bombs. He's not going to make any of those explosive plays. He's just going to make those short check down reads and just move the ball down the field. And, you know, our MVP will be Brandon McManus if we go with him. With Locke, I mean, the possibility, I feel like it could be better. Um, One thing that I've noticed is that his footwork was terrible. Uh, the past couple of years, seeing a lot of back (laughs) throws off his back foot and, uh, you know, he just needs to be able to plant his feet, throw, make the throw, and, uh, you know, I just didn't really didn't really see that a whole lot last year. But then again, he did get hurt again uh, last year. And, you know, the, the Broncos organization is saying it's a 50-50. I really think it's luck. Uh, he did get, like, the first reps today with the first team. Uh, so we'll see how it goes down. But uh, it seems to be luck uh, would be the starter, I would imagine. I mean, if it's not, then... <laughs> We're gonna have a roller coaster of a season, I can tell you that. Um, basically, the only way we make the playoffs is if we have a top five defense. Locke and Bridgewater will need to be and play consistent during that time. I mean, they're gonna have to rely on their defense just like we did in 2015. But this is a whole new league. We need to be able to score points. We can't just be getting field goals, and that's what we tend to do a lot. And if uh, both fail to. <laughs> To even have a winning season, then we're going to go for an epic collapse. Fangio will be out. Uh, he, he has not won a game in September. Uh, he is 0 and uh, I believe he's 0-7. Uh, so he hasn't won a game in September, and we used to be the team that was always off to a hard start. But not being able to come away with those wins this season is definitely a year that we need to be able to at least have a winning record coming out of September. Need to be able to beat some of these younger teams, the Giants, the Jaguars. I mean, I feel like those are definite wins. Um, if we can't win them, I mean, yeah, you can say goodbye to Fangio. No love lost there, though. I mean, there was times last year when I felt like he could have done so much better. And <laughs> just not calling timeouts, not really having an awareness for the game while all this hecticness is going around. He, he should be able to, you know, to call a better game. And uh, some of his defense, he's supposed to be a defensive guru, and I just don't see that on the field. Um, And also, this could be Von Miller's possible last year. Um, You know, he he's he's pretty content with that thought that this could be his last year. Although he says he wants to play five or seven more years, Um, you know, he just needs to to play like the MVP that he was. A couple years ago, I mean, he wasn't MVP, but he was MVP of the Super Bowl. He just needs to be played to that caliber again this year. And I'm excited to see see Von Miller and Chubb together. I'm I'm ready to see that. You know, we had didn't get to see it a whole lot last year. Uh, I think we only saw it once in 2018 because Chubb got hurt in 2019, I believe. Von got hurt last year. Uh, so I, I just want to see them just. Put up big numbers. Pat Sertan is going to be a fun rookie to watch. Uh, hopefully, he starts right away. I would love to see that. I think he has the ability to. And Javante Williams, I have a feeling that he can possibly take over the starting running back position from uh, Melvin Gordon. I just see 
the way he plays the game of running back. I mean, he's playing like he's just a vicious runner out there. Nothing's going to stop him. He's going to run right through you if you're going to try and make an arm tackle. Just if you have a chance to watch him run, it's just it's just a thing of beauty, if you ask me. And, of course, always I love watching Simmons. Um, I, I think that Simmons is just one of the overall great players. Um, whoever is quarterback, um, I have a feeling that they're going to do a lot better than both of them did last year. Uh, I feel like Locke's numbers are going to increase if he's the starter. I feel like Bridgewater's numbers would increase. And that's just with a revamped offensive line. I feel like Garrett Bowles is finally living up to a first-round pick. Especially last year, he looked, you know, he, he looked really good. Um, didn't have any holding penalties, uh, and he was just very. He didn't let off any uh, sacks to any of his quarterbacks. So I felt like he did great, and that was huge because what we had seen from him the first three years of his of his play, uh, he looked like a first round bust. And I was like, here you go, John Alway blowing another one because his first round picks have been. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I mean. He, he can't pick a quarterback, that's for sure. Um, and we just have bad luck with first-round quarterbacks over the past, you know, ever since our, we've been around. We, we have not been able to draft our own quarterback. Um, <laughs> Tim Tebow is, like, our best quarterback that we drafted because he won a playoff game. And uh, I was not a fan of Tebow. Uh, Tebow time. I don't miss those days at all. I mean, just <laughs> fourth quarter heart attack every game right down to the wire, and then you see some miracle play, and you're like, oh, my God, my heart can't take – can only take so much. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what we can do as quarterback this year since we're not getting Aaron Rodgers and we're just going to sit there with Locke and Bridgewater and they're going to be our guys to go with. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Eh, eh. That's how I'm excited I'm about that. But you never know. I mean, if it's Locke who's going to start and he's going to stay healthy, I think that's the best thing that can happen to the Broncos. Worst thing is if we get Bridgewater to start and we don't even see Locke at all this year. And a matter of fact, if Locke gets hurt, then we just know, absolutely know that he's not the answer. And then we're just going to have to go through one of those wonderful losing seasons again and uh, hopefully draft uh, Spencer Rattler or somebody big coming out of the next year's draft, you know, because that's the way they hype these quarterbacks nowadays. It's a quarterback-driven league, and the Broncos have talent all around them except for the quarterbacks, so we'll see what happens. Um, next time, we'll probably get into a little more... Uh, we'll, we'll start talking about the other teams around the... Uh, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the other teams around the state, um, like the Avs and some of the things that they've done, uh, such as re-signing McCarr and Landeskog. And we'll also talk about the Rockies and possibly Trevor Story being traded, the greatness of Herman Marquez. We'll also talk about the Nuggets and what they plan on doing for the draft, which is tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. And uh, as for that, this has been Eric Segala, and uh, hope you guys stay elevated.